0: Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well today I want to spend some time talking about the true, real reason to follow Jesus. And it's not what you might have heard in some other churches. You see, a lot of our modern churches talk about fulfilling what they call felt needs. You know what a felt need is? It's a euphemism. A euphemism is a word which kind of masks the real reason behind something. A felt need is actually a want. What does it mean? It's a felt need. It feels like you need it. It feels like you need it. It's not needs. It's not food. It's not clothing. It's not shelter. The things that Jesus says that God the Father knows that we need. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, he says in Matthew 6. Seek versus kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. These are your needs. A uh, Felt need is the thing that the church growth groups come out and talk about. We're going to give people what they feel like they need. People, something you feel like you need, guys, is called a want. It's a desire. And it may or may not be a good thing. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with seeking desires in some instances. But the problem is that the entire church growth model is built on needs these these felt needs these wants these how can we make you feel a little bit better and as i was thinking about this this section of scripture came to mind of course this is in john chapter six so john just does one of these miracles where he uh he feeds everybody you know five barley loaves and two fish he feeds five thousand people he goes out and all of these people see this miracle and they eat, they feed, they're, they're fed, they, mmm, it's all wonderful stuff. Now, of course, mind you, this is a need. This is that food. This is those things Jesus says not to worry about, for your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But then he carries on with this next section. So we're picking up in John chapter 6, verse 26. Jesus answered them and said, Truly, truly, I say to you, you seek me not because you saw signs, but because you ate loaves and were filled. Do not work for food which perishes, but food which endures eternal life, for which the Son of Man will give to you, for him the Father has set his seal." Okay, so this is a group of people that are seeking Jesus to get their wants met. They're people that, they're not seeking him for eternal life, they're not seeking him for the soundness, they're not seeking him for the life that he's going to give, for the gospel, they're seeking him because they had a need met. Now, again, we're making a little bit of a jump here because the part we talked about earlier from Matthew 6 is talking about physical needs. Our food is physical need. Our clothing is a physical need. Our shelter is a physical need. These are all needs that God knows that we need, okay? But Jesus is taking this a step further and saying, you're not following me because of eternal life. You're not following me for these greater things. You're following me because your belly is now full. You got the things that you felt like you needed. You got the things that made it feel wonderful. And this is the model that a lot of these modern churches are driving us toward. Rather than pointing us back to the gospel, pointing us back to what we really need, pointing us back to Jesus Christ, the saver of our souls. Rather than pointing us back to all these things, he is instead saying, hey, you're following me because you got something to eat and you want to keep eating. You're following me because your belly is now full. You're following me for reasons of the things I can give you. And this is that model of this modern church focusing on felt needs. Focusing on giving people what they feel like they need. Which is a want. We feel like we need a buddy. We feel like we need a social club. We feel like we need someone to go to lunch with on Sunday after church. These are felt needs. These are not things that that is important according to the Gospel. Sure, some degree of fellowship is certainly important in our life. You know, God looks down saw, saw Adam and Eve in the garden and said, it is not good that man should be alone. We need some companionship. We need some friendship. I'm not arguing against that at all. What I'm saying is that when that becomes the focus, and it certainly has in these churches that become nothing more than social clubs, Okay? When your church is nothing more than a social club, when you don't preach the solid gospel, when you're not sitting here confronting sin, confronting the challenges in our world, then you are a church that is pushing a. You're pushing a soft agenda. You're pushing something that's not the gospel. What is the gospel? The gospel is this. Do you recognize and understand that you are a sinner and that you are powerless over that sin? Do you recognize that there's nothing you can do to make yourself right with God? There's no work you can do. There's no apology you can give. There's nothing you can do in and of yourself to be saved. But we recognize that Jesus Christ fully God and fully man, came to this earth, born of a virgin, so she did not have that same sinful, original sin condition of man. And he willingly died on the cross, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Do you start with that as your framework? Does your church start with that as your framework? To preach that, that we are sinners, we are condemned to hell, because of the state that is within our lives. And do we start by saying, Now that I recognize I am a sinner, now, now I can move on accepting what Christ gave me and then understanding that I do indeed have an intrinsic value in God. While we were yet sinners, the Bible tells us, while we were yet sinners, Jesus gave his life for us. While we were sinners. Think of that. So ask yourself that question. Are you following Jesus to get your needs, your felt needs met, your, you know, your felt needs met? Are you following Jesus because you think it's going to better your life? Are you following Jesus for that or are you following Jesus because he has words of eternal life? Remember when all the people start to leave him and he says, "You are you too also going to leave talking to his disciples, his, his core disciples, those that will become the apostles? And they said, where should we go? You are the ones that have words of eternal life. Follow the words of eternal life. Don't follow felt needs or or what you perceive you need. Don't follow social programs or things that promise that they're going to change the world for the better. Follow Jesus Christ who has words of eternal life. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation.